All right, hello everybody. Welcome to episode six of the weekly nightly podcast, aka uh, apparently last week tonight. No, nope, that's not that's nope, not the no, name. That's not, nope. happening. Yep. that's not nope. that's not the name. So we have a guest star for you here today. I'm uh, Carlo. Oh, I'm not the guest though. No, no. You can be the guest this time, okay, guys. Uh, guest. Eric Simonis, the one that tried to name it last week tonight. No. Yeah, we'll and up. obviously this is Andrew over here being the. Uh, Annoyed MC at the at John Oliver going to sue us at some point. So. Yeah, we'll be fine. Oh, name drop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good name drop too. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're going to talk about the regular season things. games so far. So yeah, lots of things: Nashville, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, and then the upcoming oh, games next week, which is Philly, Philly and Chicago. Philly, Chicago, Colorado, and Anaheim. And then uh, we'll talk about some roster stuff that happened. Uh, you know, a, a different favorite Russian did some stuff. Uh, some other things going on, injury updates. Uh, One of our favorite Russians. Yes, yes. we have plenty of those. Well, well, we might take it back now, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, he's no longer our favorite. We're not, we're, not, we're not allowed to have Russians. <laughs> uh, ever. Well, uh, well, we'll talk about that soon because I have a weird theory. Um, the Wolves update, which, uh, Carlo, have you been uh, watching some of those? Uh, I, I watched, the, well, as we're recording this right now, there's a game going on. They're down two to nothing. Yeah, so we turned it off. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll probably rewatch it later, but uh, I've wa- I, I couldn't watch last night's game, but I watched the one on Friday. So we watched Friday, some of it. We'll, so we'll talk about okay. some kind of wolf stuff. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to do our pretenders versus contenders segment again because that was kind of fun. And then our five-minute major news from around the NHL. Um, and the formatting might be a little bit different today because uh, we're introducing uh, Eric into the podcast as a guest, which means that we're going to be wrong a lot. Lots of this is why you're wrong. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> we're, we're pretty much just going to be wrong the whole time. So let's <laughs> we're go. We're always back. wrong. I don't know why people listen to this podcast. I, I know. I'm uh, Again, though, thank you for listening to us being wrong. Uh, so let's talk about, I guess uh, we can just start off and just jump right into Nashville, huh? Yeah, uh, I thought I thought the Golden Knights had a really good fight in this game, though. But yeah, I, I mean, I overall I thought they looked bad. Um, yeah, the first period I thought started pretty good. I thought if 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 the whole game was first period, first period, first period, Golden Knights would have won. If the game ended after the Mark Stone one punch knockout, the game would have been fine. Yes. yes, and that either gave Nashville a lot of like you know nah. reason to do stuff. I don't, I don't believe know. that because I think because both. Player involved in the fight was superstars. That's true. And but can, can we can we just go back and talk about Mark Stone's face for a second in that fight? Because when he was just on top of Yossi and and somebody caught not, that still, not face, hair. it's his hair. Yes, <laughs> it's the it's all about the hair. The, the mad scientist look. Yeah, the the bomb. I don't know. I don't live anywhere. Look, <laughs> you know the kingpin look. Yeah, it's 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 the it's it's I just rubbed a balloon in my head. Look. <laughs> So, so who'd have thunk though after like the first fight when we saw when we saw Marcus Stone as a uh, as a Golden Knight and he fought Blake Wheeler he yeah. immediately fell down and then just <laughs> laughed at himself. The second fight he looked so angry that he was gonna murder like somebody's family. I, I just that was very stark contrast to me. Um, but yeah, very interesting thing. Uh, if you didn't see the game, Mark Stone uh, downed Yossi in with a one punch to the face. That, uh, that was I think that was the biggest positive to come out. From that game, to be honest with you. Learning that Mark Stone can be an enforcer so we don't need Reeves anymore. Oh. Not only Mark Stone, but Max Pacioretty. Don't forget, because Max Pacioretty has a technique in his fighting. Because he's... That fight was just, you know, veteran move. Max Pacioretty doesn't fight a lot. But you can see him when he threw that first punch. He purposely missed so he can pull the helmet off. So he won't damage his fingers when he's fighting. 
Yeah, because the first, first thing that Turk talked about when he talked about the stone fight was you don't want to see superstars fighting. Mm-hmm. He's swinging like a madman and hitting the guy's visor. If he breaks a finger, that's the last thing you want. So to go what Carla was talking about, pulling the helmet off, hey, if you break your hand on somebody else's face, I'm guessing you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a smart smart move. Um, it, and I think tensions were flying uh, throughout that whole game, really. Um, but... The, keep in mind, last year, those teams, when they met in T-Mobile, now Subban and Belmar are no longer there, but they're still, the teams are still the same two teams that yeah, were involved. Yeah, because I remember... So they're still there were, bad blood. There was some finger biting that happened. Yeah, there was there? Biting, some biting involved, I remember. It was, uh, ne- neither party's already involved in this game, because they moved on to different teams. Uh, but another positive I thought I really liked from this game was Cody Glass's play. I think he's still improving. Yeah, Cody Glass has been solid pretty much every game that the Golden Knights themselves have been solid, and then some even when they haven't. I mean, like I'm not saying he's the world beater or like the best player in the team or anything, but as a rookie, he's been really solid. Especially that one pass uh, from the boards across the ice to uh, Cody Eakin, and Cody Eakin one times it straight to the uh, Renee's logo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good shot attempts. There was a lot of good plays, but it, the biggest thing that I saw was that Nashville was like really plugging up the neutral zone. I don't know if you guys picked. Yeah, saw late that in as the well. game, after after they Got the started lead. the second period on fire. I mean, it started with a couple really bad defensive plays. You had a little first. I mean, I guess it started from the second the puck drop. Yeah, Stone's still out because he's serving the five minute major. Mm-hmm. So you start with the top line. They win the draw, go down, have a scoring chance. Rena stops it. Now you have an offensive zone draw, and for some reason Turk puts out the, the fourth, fourth line. line, thinking, okay, hey, let's go. Makes no sense to me, but neither here nor there. They lose the draw. It gets cleared out, and the puck goes directly between Haig's lane, or legs, legs as he's skating back, and then it just mistake after mistake after mistake. Yeah, because then Engel goes to try to help him out, right? Clear it, yeah, yeah and they couldn't clear it, couldn't get a clear, and then all of a sudden it's in the back of the net and it's tied. And 45 well, seconds. Well, yeah, and it was, and it was Reeves like, standing right in front of him. Yeah, the, that was the, the, inf- the infamous play where uh, Turk called out a, pl- uh, a player being yeah, lazy. W- that w- play. without, without saying, hey, guys, go look at the this very first goal of the second period, and you'll see somebody stand in front, Ryan Reeves, yeah. of the net <laughs> drifting back, and then all of a sudden you're, t- you're tied up. Are you sure it was Ryan Reeves, though? Because it could be anybody. There are 10 players on that Correct. Ice. There were ten players. I don't think Turk typically talks about the other team okay. to that that so level. So maybe five only skaters. Down to five. Okay, five that skaters. narrows it down. That might have been you, talking about that the goalie you, too. Yeah. Okay. Six. Okay. So six. six. So that gives you about what a fifteen percent chance. It was Ryan Reeves. It was Ryan Reeves, and yeah. when you watch the replay, it was definitely Ryan. Oh. Reeves. Okay. Okay. Cool. It cool. was. It was bad. It, it was him. He. He basically watched the puck go by him and then get into the possession of somebody in Nashville. No, and I think no, I don't think they never went by him because never he went by him. Went near him, front. I should say. Yeah. yeah, he let somebody drift out of coverage and he didn't do anything. He was he was it. watching. He didn't cross check. He didn't do anything. He, he he's been lacking the explosiveness of of his takeoff um, that usually first happened. couple steps. Yeah, like first three and, steps. And I think that wasn't it wasn't just that game because I've noticed Reeves drift off a lot in not just the Nashville game because I noticed him do that against the Kings and noticed him do that against Calgary and it just kept in the back of my mind it's like Reeves doesn't look good his his <laughs> ice time is is really falling yeah unless he, you're playing a heavy hitting team or unless you're in the lead and you're just trying to steal minutes. yeah his ice time is really matching Nikita Gusev's right now which is not <laughs> good yeah yeah and so 
So anything else about Nashville that you guys thought was really good or really bad? I mean, obviously Vegas lost 5-2. to two. Something, to, something to look at, though, that they've struggled with since their inception is good, talented blue liners that have speed. Yeah. Vegas cannot play with that team unless they get that lead early and, and, and can hold it early. But And you had up and down that line. And I, I actually saw a few people blaming Shea Theodore for not playing really well that game. And here's the thing. I, Shea Theodore didn't have a good game, but I don't think anybody really did. Um, yeah, if, if you look at the second two periods, nobody. Yeah, had, nobody yeah, had a really good Corsi, game. Nobody had anything. Yeah, but think about it, though. Shea Theodore just got uh, Nate Schmidt's responsibility kind of dropped to him when he got hurt. Shea Theodore is not a shutdown defenseman like Nate Schmidt. No, no, two very different styles. Yeah, but, but it's not so much even Shea, because Shea has, and Jesse pointed it out a couple days ago, he was going back and forth with somebody um, about how positive his course he's been and everything. Yeah, he's yeah. playing really well. It's not Shea that struggles. It's the next people being put up. Yeah. It's now all of a sudden you're playing Marilyn Holden, who have been fantastic. Yes. But you're playing them in second line minutes, second pair of minutes, which they shouldn't be. I think I think they've been really fantastic in that role though, except for that Nashville game, which like I said, nobody yeah. really played well. Other other than that game, they've been Marilyn Holden have been fantastic. And Holden has been the the scapegoat. Last year, yeah, and Merrill yeah, was Merrill there. was Mer- no, Merrill Mer- was Mer- last year. Both of them actually. Hol- Holden late, or no, I guess Holden yeah. early than Merrill late because that's why. No, it was Merrill early, Merrill Holden late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It so was it was Merrill, Merrill early, early and Holden, and Holden late. late. Okay. But what I've noticed in this fan base is when they, uh, when they label a player a scapegoat, it sticks with them like for Subin. a while. Like Subban, like Subban could do nothing right. But but after a while, when people start noticing their play, they some except for Subban. Slowly. slowly they they slowly turned and accepted and Merrill. Merrill. Merrill yes. all of a sudden yes. isn't isn't, isn't terrible a, anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I'll be the first one to start the Nick Holden apologist club <laughs> okay. because that, I, I was super hard on him all yes. last season, all 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 off the or all over the off season. I was like, oh, we should just wave that guy. And then he came back and he's actually been really, really and, good. Yeah, if you if you flip through my Twitter, you'll see anything in the off season will say yeah. he's one of the first to get to get dropped because I, I remember I remember I remember you and I were having this conversation on Twitter where you keep saying that. They should send down Holden, and I kept saying no. He has his uses, and he, and he shouldn't. He shouldn't be sent down. I mean, we'll like, get to we'll yeah. get to the Pittsburgh game uh, but, after talking about Ottawa. But, but he saved multiple yeah. goals in the Pittsburgh yeah, game. Yeah, he, he was like the, the backup goalie that whole game. Yeah, he, so. he was like McNabb. Yeah, he was. Year. He was the same. But before we move on, I wanna I wanna uh, point out something. Uh, another point on the scapegoat thing because I remember year one. You know, remember who the scapegoat was year one? Cody Eakin. Yeah. Cody, oh, yeah. everybody was really hard on Cody Eak in year one, and then year he two. He had a good playoff round. He had yes. a good playoffs year one, yeah. and then year two, he was thrust into playing second, second line, line. and so he was career he excelled. year excelled. Yeah, and now everybody loves Still Cody Eakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and everybody, now everybody loves Cody Eakin. So it's it's, it's, it's it's I understand people when people get frustrated in players and stuff. It's sports. I get frustrated in players, and I get wrong when they turn it around. It happens. At least know. we're not all sitting here talking about how frustrated we are with Gusev, though. That's true. That's true. Let's move, yes. to, the, uh, let's move yes. to the Ottawa game, because at least then we can talk about positive chances. I think I read it was the most 
shots on goal that the it's team right, yes. yeah. broke yeah. the record. Game. 54 yep. shots. By the way, si- sidebar, this was my first game this season, so thank you, Eric, for that. Yeah, and ha- happy you extra, able to join. A- extra, extra ticket, last minute. And a shoot, I was like, shootout yeah. win. You got to, you got to see. A nice I got to see win. a Reeves fight. Yep, a good Ooh, one too. Fantastic Reeves fight. Like you could see yeah. goal. Or what was the guy's name? Uh, Something Sor 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 Sorburn. Sorburn. Something like it that. was the guy that like that. Austin Matthews. Yeah, let me made a meme let me let me, like, let me <laughs> no actually let me go look at his jersey real quick to see who he is. Yeah, but so, that got a lot of pub when that happened because um, on Spit and Chicklets uh, they played with him. Oh, yeah. In the AHL. Okay. Um, so they talked about that a lot. But yeah, Matthews just embarrassed but, the kid. And then Reeves embarrassed him again. Him. Yeah, just. But props to him, though, because it takes a lot of testicular yep. fortitude to fight Reeves. To stand in yeah. front and not only do it, but yeah. The, the thing that you tweeted, the YouTube breakdown was fantastic. Yes, where they get where the guys pour, uh, yeah. pour skates. Are oh just my, because because I feel like he kind of like yeah, I'm gonna do this. But when it actually was happening, oh, he was shaking his just, boots. Literally, it just, it just like it was playing in his head. <laughs> the picture like, what that, am I that doing? Sinbin got that the Brandon Goalie got yeah. was fantastic because you see it coming directly yeah. for him. His flat, his life is flashing before his eyes. Just and, going, oh, this is over. And when he throws that left hook, and Reeves literally catches just it catches with his right it. hand, and that's then a, punches him a bunch of times, that's it was some, crazy. That's some Dragon Ball Z stuff right there, man. <laughs> like the, the scariest thing about that entire fight was that Ryan Reeves had no emotion in his face at all. Yeah, he, he was, was just waiting for a punch yeah, to be thrown. Yeah, he was, yeah, like, he okay. was just like he, he knows what he's doing. He's going in a circle, just staring at that the guy, looking scary. so scary. Like that is the last guy you want to look see, like that. See, like, if that was me in that position, and I see Reeves that. Like that, I'm just gonna like stop in my tracks and just curl up into a ball. And I'm you're gonna like, play possum. Right, you're just gonna I'm play done. dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Like that's... you're gonna go down before he even throws a swing. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I I think that's pretty much anybody that's outside the NHL. I mean, so again, props to that guy though for yeah. literally going out and being like, I'm gonna challenge the scariest guy in the NHL. Yeah. Let's talk about actual hockey this uh, though, because there there was actually tons hockey. Of, yeah, tons there's the chances. What so you had, chances. you had Glass have two fantastic scoring chances. Both of them got uh, went wide. You had uh, Pacioretty hit a stone or hit a post. post. <laughs> he hit, hit stone, stone. Yeah, yeah probably hit mine. Yeah, yeah. But let, let's be honest though. This game was all about the goalies. Yeah, this game was which uh, Nielsen Nielsen stole, stole yeah. a point for him. Yeah, Nielsen and Flurry was amazing this game because Ottawa didn't get a lot of high danger chances, but their high danger chances was like. Up there, it was it was really, and then Flurry stood the test, stood in his head, and and Nilsson was just amazing. It still kind of ticked me off that neither of them was a star of the game. No, like, uh, and uh, come on. And you know what I noticed also is that Brandstrom was doing really well at moving the puck out of their zone. Uh, yeah, at uh, certain times, yeah, really I well. I, no, I disagree completely. He got abused multiple times on one shift, but he was playing against. In my opinion, the top line. He was playing against the Stone, Stasny, Pacioretty line. And they just forechecked him multiple times, got possession. He got the puck again, forechecked him again, stole the puck. Uh, he, he looked, in my opinion, he looked like he did not belong on the same ice as them. Yeah. Now, he's young. He well, you, can see and they're glimpses. like the best, best line right yeah, now. Yeah. He's, so. he's, he's still, glimpses, he's still a he, wonderful skater. Yeah. He, but, he got, you got to play him uh, yeah. sheltered minutes. Yeah. You don't, can only play him on the power play. You can only play him... Really, offense his own draws if you're going to get it. Because if he's in his own zone, he would not fit here. Yeah, because yeah, let's. Uh, I want to expand on this Brandstrom topic because you know he's a former 
uh, Golden Knight, and I was also upset we didn't have a tribute video for him for his return. It's true, but uh, they did talk about the brand wagon, but yeah. somebody called it the brand wagon. Yeah, it's, come on, dude, get it, get get your branding right. The brand eh, wagon. Eh, eh. Oh, sorry, branding. brand branding right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Any, any, anyways, so uh, I thought brands like you can see the contrast why we kept Cody Glass because Cody Glass. Is NHL ready now? But I think Brandstrom can play in the NHL, but he's still kind of adjusting and he needs a little bit more time. He actually played two games last year, uh, and I thought he was pretty okay. And I, I, I'm not saying Brandstrom is gonna be a terrible pick for him, but he just still needs time to develop. He's an undersized player, so it's it's a little bit harder for him to adjust. To the, to the bigger, more physical style of hockey. It's tough looking at late-season games and mm-hmm. trying to, yeah. to draw anything out of it. So, like, when Branson played two games late last year, yeah. it's hard to take anything out of it. Because if you look at Schultz, Schultz played the final game yes. of the year against the Kings and looked fantastic. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, I can completely see why he's mm-hmm. going to be the the defenseman that is going to win the competition. And now his plus-minus is terrible in the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. we can so, yeah we can, we can can talk about Schultz because I, I have a lot to say about Schultz. On the uh, 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 when we talk about the wolves, but yeah, I agree. Brandstrom would not have fit into the current lineup right now, and, uh, and been super successful I think, with I th- Derek England. We, I don't think we can really because maybe his development would have been changed uh, a little bit better True. with our with our development staff, and maybe we don't play him as much as Ottawa's playing him right now because we don't have to. We don't have to play him as many minutes. As he is playing with you because we have an actual team. Yes, because we actually have. Well, they're a team. Yeah, so, but we have like a team that. I can, feel like we yeah, should have stuff. that drop. We're a team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any, uh, any anything else you guys want to say in this Ottawa game? Because I thought uh, this game was. Uh, I thought I thought the Golden Knights just dominated. It was just a fun game. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was a wide open game. Lots yeah. of chances both ways. It was very entertaining. Got to see Bobby Ryan. <laughs> Poor Bobby Ryan. Yeah, that team uh, still. he's still there. And it was Mark Stone's first time playing that. Yes, I, yeah, we glossed That's over right, that. Yeah. <laughs> we got, I, I don't know why we glossed over that fact. It's like well, well, we I, mentioned it in the in the last week, but yeah, it was it was his first yes. time ever playing a a team that you know that team in particular because he obviously had never been anywhere else yeah, until last. And season. he got a point right from the whole yeah because he's, yeah. he's on he's on a he's on a point he's only yeah. not. The Arizona the game, game was the only one. He's only yeah, and, the, only and then Turk. Uh, let's talk about the shootout because Turk rolled out Mark Stone in the shootout. For, forget that. Let's talk about you losing your mind that Brandon Pierre <laughs> was the yeah, first. Okay. first over the Sorry. boards in the Did shootout. You lose your okay. mind? So, no, story he lost his the mind. Story, story time. So I was like I said, I was at the game with Eric, and we were talking like, before the shootout. We we're talking about we were like, all right, who do you think they're gonna roll out for the shootout? And we we're like talking about all right. Pacioretty, baby, Marshall, so Carlson, Stone. Yeah, of course, you're going to put Stone. We were like that. And the first guy they rolled up was Brandon Peary. I just looked at Eric and I was like, Brandon Peary? Brandon Peary? He, he then proceeds to continue to scream until like, oh! everybody around us is like, yeah, Brandon Peary's going to shoot. Yeah, it's okay. so, so I was like, okay, fine. Let's go, Brandon Peary. Let's go. And he's and he made a shot. Yeah, fantastic and, fantastic and, ability to wait out the defender. Yes. 
five holes and then yeah he loses his and fucking the, mind i went from fucking Gary, and i'm like yeah yeah he scored i went i went from what did they put bread and beer in there and i'm like i knew they should have put bread and beer in there. but it's, it's, to me this goes back to turk being an absolute player's coach yes he wants to get he knows that tuck is still going to be out for a little while yeah a little bit longer so he needs to get puri going so what and, better opportunity to get him some confidence than put him in there and have nobody in front of them and, which, which it should have too because that i mean that actually kept vegas in into the game-winning goal from marches yeah because um, it, it was Peary getting that if yeah he didn't get that well, the game Peary got the over. first no i mean Peary well, got the somebody first. it's hard to it. say that because yeah. shay well and yeah i mean then they go uh stone misses who else missed who's the third miss uh so uh riley riley smith yep smith misses and then they make it yeah, it we was, have to now tie it. But that was all that, Brandon Peary yeah, yeah. time. And there's a thing about Brandon Peary, which I didn't know at the time when I freaked out, is that he's actually really good in the shootout. He's like over 50% in the shootout. Which league average is in Yeah, it's actually way, yeah, yeah. way above league average. And Mark Stone is actually really bad in the shootout. Yeah, Marchie, yeah, I think, is one of the better ones. Yeah, one of the better ones. But actually, Brendan Shea Peary. Theater, fantastic. Yeah, Shea, oh. fantastic. Shea's move, same move that he had last time yeah. they had a shootout. Forehand, backhand, just chip yeah. it over the guy's uh, shoulder was fantastic. But then Marshy, I mean, and you have that in there. Same exact team. It was just an overtime. It was a penalty shot. Yep. Uh, last from year. Mark Stone. From Mark Stone, yeah. Mark Stone penalty. He actually sent out a tweet at one point after he became a Golden Knight <laughs> that was like, no, it was, it was, no, it was, it was the contest for uh, the Golden Knights Twitter account, say, most memorable moment from last oh, year. Oh, yeah. And that was like, I think, the, one of the finalists. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it won. I think that one won. And then Mark Stone commented on it, like, I should get an assist. Yeah, he, he I should get like, an assist for helping my yeah, 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 he goes, yeah. this would not have been possible without my contribution. Yeah, or something like, and, yeah, that's, and like, that's so, what it is. And like, I saw that and I just started dying laughing because I remembered. <laughs> Specifically, it was because Stone hooked Marchie on that yeah. in the overtime last season against the Senators. And so they play each other, what, like twice a season, once at home and yeah. once yep. away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Eastern, Eastern Conference. Team, yep. So, yeah, it, it was like the only games in the last two years that have been played have been won by Marchie. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty, it'll that's be pretty a, awesome. It'll be a bigger deal when they travel to Ottawa, to Ottawa. for Stone. Yeah, because Stone all the Ottawa media will just... It won't yeah, be the, the Carlson the, the situation time, the last time year. Is nigh. Carlson, but the, yeah, the time, yeah, the time is, is nigh. nigh. Yeah, so yeah. I, whenever that game happens, I'm assuming that they'll probably have a nice tribute for him. Yeah, um, and he did a lot for that franchise. He really he did. Fantastic. And he like reading the latest articles about Stone's background. He's like he let some of the like prospects and players live at his house. And yeah, stuff. And he's yeah. living which, out here with Peyton do, Krebs. Yeah, Krebs is. I think Krebs is living with uh, Stone, and I think Glass is living with uh, Ready. Yep, I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, I think I think Glass if might I, have his own like right. apartment now or something. Yeah, but yeah, um, because. Like I heard this, I think the year one when Tuck got called up and they were interviewing him is like one of the biggest thing a tweener NHLer AHLer is the, and when the team tells you you should get your own place because that's when you know you're staying in the big club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I won't be surprised if Glass and Hague are actually rooming together again because those guys are like just like best friends since they got drafted. You know, same draft. Yeah, yeah. essentially. They call it four first round picks because it was such an early pick. It was, yeah. I think, it was four. The third, dude. it was third, th- uh, third pick in the second round. All right, so Pittsburgh. What do, what do you guys think about? Uh, Full disclaimer on this game. I actually wasn't able to watch it. I think I'm the only one that watched almost the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I was able to watch all the second, most of the third. I missed yeah. the missed the first, I, but I, I guess I didn't miss much in the first. Yeah, zero, I was zero. I was listening it, uh, listening to it on and off. 
but I wasn't able to watch it. I did see the highlights. I see the. I, I read uh, the articles, the recaps and stuff. But uh, apparently, uh, Marc Andre Fleury is really good. Oh, that's that's what some, I heard. Some people are calling it his best game in a Golden Knights uniform. I'm not sure about oh, that, but I don't know about that because people I, I, forget I think about we could his go back to you know the, he had back to back shutouts last year. Let's yeah. say, I mean they're they're and, he, and just the playoffs in the inaugural the play, season. Yeah, that playoffs I mean, the, the the game against Winnipeg. The, but uh, but yeah, I mean it, he he had a fantastic performance. But the first thing I want to call out is that uh, the Golden Knights. Uh, Pulled, pulled Jake Bischoff out of the AHL and brought him up. No, well, he was he's been with a team. Well, for for a few days. Right? Yeah, a few yeah. days. Um, they hadn't they hadn't. He hadn't was played. healthy scratched. Yeah, he was healthy he was scratched for Ottawa. two games. Two games. Yeah, uh, Ottawa um, and Nashville. He oh, was, it was yeah. Nashville too. Nashville and Ottawa. Yeah, was Nashville was a Saturday game. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Tyler Bischoff was upset because he was at the lights yeah. game, thinking he picking, might play. He was, picking, he was picking up poop. That's right. So he he did get healthy scratched two games, yeah. but then played and. It, I mean, by all indications, he, he was. You good. have a sh- you have a shutout against a very offensively talented team with him in there. He's going to be in there for the next little bit. He's, oh he's, yeah, that's like that buys him two weeks of yeah. actual playing time. And and I watched his play. He was clearing the puck. He was moving the puck. He was doing some really good things. I think he got a little um, a little overwhelmed at times, but it was also because he was getting overwhelmed by a player like Sidney Crosby. Who? I yeah. don't know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you know, you, you know that that no name guy. Sydney? Sydney? That's a girl's name. Yeah, that's yeah. a girl's oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What is this? That's why he got overwhelmed. He yeah. was just lost. Yeah, he, was, he had a crush he, on He was very lost. Or her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I put out a poll this morning just curious to see what the results would be. Um, if, we, if we should keep uh, Jake Bischoff in the lineup or not. And the, the, uh, the responses were, were able to be one of three things. Yes, with an exclamation point. No, or Tyler Bischoff? Um, so, I voted yes. So the answers were eighty-three um, percent yes, uh, one or three percent no, and fourteen percent Tyler Bischoff. I'd like to know who voted no on that. Uh, there was only one person, and I don't. I you can't tell on Twitter who I voted know. what. Nick Hague's mom. Yeah. yeah, there was one single person that probably voted Derek no. England. <laughs> <laughs> but that so so I don't know if you want to get into that now when. Schmidt comes back. Yes, this, that's the million-dollar question. I think you put Bischoff, because he plays on the left, you put Schmidt on the right, you move Merrill and Holden down to third pair, which they're going to be able to excel at so, more, and you have good lines. Or, so you're gonna, you, or you move Shea you're, with Bischoff. Either way, I'm okay if you want to go back to Schultz. Yeah, and I, 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 prefer, I prefer the Bischoff-Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think actually when you think about it, it's pretty good because I if you put Bischoff with Schmidt, that means Bischoff is getting top line minutes going against the best players. Because Schmidt should have top line. Yeah, minutes. and, and, and I, that, either one, and, whichever one you do, I think to me it's who do you think has more offensive upside? I think it's Shea, obviously. So if yeah, it's Shea, yeah. then you put Schmidt back up to the top pair because yep. he's not yep. going to get as many offensive chances. Schmidt McNabb, they're going to be more shut down with yep. McNabb. Yeah. Schmidt and McNabb is just amazing. You yeah, can put yeah. Bischoff and uh, Shea. I like that. I, I really as, like that. You can deploy them in the offensive yeah. zone. And you, you, and keep let, the Mer- you keep the Merrill Holden pair, correct. who's been playing terrific. And yeah. it won't be like last year where Shea had to worry about England not being able to have yeah. enough foot, foot speed to get back. Bischoff, Bischoff has the yeah. foot speed to get back, yeah. and he'll play safer, allow Shea to activate into the offensive I zone do. much, I like much that. more. I like that. I like that. The only thing that I would not want to see is Haig with Theodore. 
I just oh. it wouldn't, I don't think it would work. It's too too much of. The, I don't think Haig when f- when everybody's fully healthy has a spot. I don't on the think roster. so either. Not not with Bischoff what? playing like that. If he keeps playing like that, then he has this now, spot. Now, he, but he has Ingo's spot. Now yeah. now yeah. now answer okay. now answer yeah. this: Is Haig gonna go back to the AHL then, or are they gonna play him as the seventh? No, I don't think they'll They're keep not him as the seventh. As the seventh. No, yeah. they'll keep Ingo as the seventh. I think when when Schmidt comes back, if Bischoff is still playing as well, and they give that a couple games, I think. Hague uh, Hague goes go back because Hague still needs to work on his foot speed. He still needs to work yeah. on his skating and Punk control. He needs to learn to be physical a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. He more He needs physical. to learn what McNabb learned. Yeah, the being able to put your rear end into but, somebody into the boards and and and. But no disrespect to Hague because I think he played well. He's not as playing bad. Rookie. It's just yeah, he was paired with the absolute worst. Yeah, person it, we paired no, with. that's that's the worst. So you can say that. Spare, you, yeah. So you can say that. But then look what we're talking about. We just talked about how great Bischoff looked, and he was paired with England. Yeah. Well, so if Hay was paired with the same person and Bischoff was paired with the same person, well, who excelled more? You also gotta think that Bischoff has also played two more years of pro uh, than Hay. All of college. All of college. Uh, yeah, he's four years yeah, older, Bish- right? Yeah, four yeah Bischoff is twenty-five, 25 years or twenty-six. Old. Yeah, he's yeah. twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah. Years old, yeah. So yeah, he he he's a little bit more physically mature, even though Hague's like six foot six, but. Uh, Bischoff has more experience than Haig, so you got you got to put that in account. I think Haig's upside is still higher than Bischoff's because you can see that offensively uh, when when uh, because Bischoff is not the guy that will contribute a lot to offense. No, yeah, it is, it's Haig not an can. indication on what yeah. Haig's going to be yeah. throughout his career. Yeah. Haig will be, in my opinion, the much better. Yeah, he has a higher pro. upside. Yeah, yeah, he has a much yeah. higher ceiling. It's just not right. He just he's just has. A little bit more stuff to work. Yeah, with. We, and we need more somebody polished a little bit more. Yeah, because right, right now we're trying to win, and having Haig play these games was good for him. Yeah. So yeah. now he knows what the speed in the uh, NHL is. I bet you if they send him to the AHL, he will he will be really really good. And because, he can come back up at any yeah, point. They've exactly. already yeah, split his contract twice. Yeah. So they're not worried about. Him getting across the nine game threshold. Yeah, they well, can, they, don't, they can he's put him down. He, no, he's old, well, he's he's past that. He's ELC, old. yeah, they already slid it twice. Yeah, he, they already yeah, slid he's, it twice. So he's, he's in his. He's, he's, yeah, so he's this, in his first year of his ELC. This contract is already counting. Yeah, Correct. him yeah, and Glass. Year. Yeah, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have this and two more years yeah. of him. But yeah, I mean, aside, aside from from that, I mean, speaking for, of Glass though. Oh yeah, Glass was fantastic. I want to talk about Glass in the power play. Oh, he was. I mean, all the games that that Glass has had any any looks on the power play have been fantastic. He's just so good in that. He, role. In the Pittsburgh game, they had one, a possession where the full two minutes was spent in the offensive zone. They yeah. never got it cleared once. And yet, like, everybody was did so fantastic. good that like, yeah. they didn't score, yeah. but and they the, should have. Really. And the penalty kill for them was really good, too. you got to give him props for not allowing a goal in that. In I think, in my opinion, the only time Glass has looked out of position, or, or not lost, but just not great, was 3-on-3 three three overtime. Yeah. But against Ottawa. That the was, entire team looked terrible in the 3-on-3 three three yeah, overtime. We didn't was, cover that. We probably should have. But when he got put out there, they couldn't even get... Puck possession. Yeah, but that back to him really on the power play. He he is absolutely transformed that power play. And wait till to he, one of the best. Because wait till he the five on five for him slows down enough, and that he's just going to. It will be continue fantastic. to. Yeah, they, they yeah. talked about that going into the year. I mean, when you have elite pros like Pacioretty, Stone, everybody wanting to carry this kid along and saying, this yeah. this kid this is, is our future. Along. Yeah, he's going to be the future. I mean, now, you can say anything you want. He's going to be our top-line center within three years. Yeah, that's what he's I say. Gonna he's going to be our, he's gonna be one of our best players 
in two or three years. Well, yeah, look at Paul Stastny and look at his contract. He's done in two years. And, yeah. and you well, know it, that. It, it's the it's perfect the, transition, in yep. my opinion. Well, and, he plays the same way. And here's a very similar way. And here's the thing. You don't even have to... Paul says they could come back, but not for six point five million. No, no. he can play third line center. If, yeah, third, if, that's, you, if that's you're not going to have a Morozov, yeah. if you're not going to have a Jones, if you're yeah. not going to have a Lecision, but, but we can we can those. we can save that for a future spot. Yes, yeah. yeah. But I will say uh, I I did put out a tweet uh, last night when uh, when Stastny scored that that goal because I, <sighs> I my personal opinion is that Cody Glass out of anybody that's been on the Vegas lineup, if he looks more similar to anybody, it's going to be Paul Stastny. Um, and only sh- only shoots when the net's wide open. Yeah, would Spe- rather pass and get an assist. Yep, and, exactly. Yeah. And, but, and spe- he's, his vision is just yeah. Go ahead. And his vision oh. is just very similar. So I said basically that that big Stastny scored on a pass from little Stastny because <laughs> yeah. that's really what happened. Just and, but speaking of that goal though, because I saw I did saw the highlight and they actually showed the whole play. It was it was all that play was all glass. Oh, it was. Opinion. It was. He, he saw the whole play happen. Yeah, because it was actually Glass is the one who carried the puck in and dumped it in across. Like, across. And you had Stone and Pacioretty kind of battled it. And Glass, being smart enough, didn't chase the puck and went to a position. Opened himself up. Opened himself up. And and no, he knew that Stastny was trailing him. Nobody else, for some reason, knew that Stastny was trailing yeah. And because because normally they were all focused no, on Pacioretty and Stone. Yeah, yeah. If like if it was a normal rookie where Glass was in that spot, they would have shot that puck. Yeah, they would have. Turned he was and, wide. But he did it. He did it either earlier in the game or later in the game. There the was same thing. I think the he second turn, power he play turned he and shot. He turned but that and was, shot it, and it was yeah because he that was he his didn't only try to play. Pick a corner. He just yeah that yeah. was his only play. But on that on that goal, you see you see him. He, because he was wide open, there was nobody in front of him except for the goalie. But yep. instead of shooting it, he turned around and passed it to Paul Stastny with wide open net. Yep. One time or the other. I mean, he didn't even no, look at Stastny yeah. too. He knew he was there. Yeah, and that's his other taped, thing is no look passes. Yeah, are and it was taped he had, to tape. He had an assist uh, previous game the power Ottawa play. Game, right? Yeah, yep. the no, no look, look assist where yeah. he's just yeah. looking at the fans and he's like. Yeah, yep. it's and, taped and to right take to stone too. through traffic, right in the center of the ice it's, too. Yep. Yeah, that's, goal. that's the craziest thing because the passes are perfect. He doesn't have to look at it. Now imagine Cody Glass with offensive upside, though. I mean, one of these days, <laughs> if we'll he has offensive upside, I mean, imagine Cody Glass in three years. He's yeah. gonna be amazing. Yeah, I think he is gonna be. And something we didn't talk about: the best pass he's had didn't result in a goal. Yeah, but the between the legs, I think it was the Nashville game on a power play. Oh between yeah, I the legs, that. the Cody Eakin one was no, that the one to Cody no, Eakin? no. Cody Eakin, he had a chance, but the he had between the legs to Mark Stone. It just got tipped away. Oh. If not, you had wide open net there. But okay, since we're talking about Cody Glass right now, what do you guys think his chances are for the Calder? Because he has a really, really tough competition. There, if Kale McCarr, the gets NHL injured? still hasn't acknowledged that he's gonna start. Remember when the NHL, uh, their Twitter handle yeah, was going out and saying, hey, welcome to the big, or welcome yeah. to whatever. The welcome NHL, to the show to the everybody. NHL, but they Twitter. shared his first goal. Yeah, that, like, that's the only thing they did. So I don't even, I mean, he yeah. has no but, hype around him, unfortunately. I think the Calder, obviously Hughes or Hughes. I mean, yeah, both you, the Hughes. Or McCarr. I don't know. I McCarr think is McCarr is, getting is the my, my is favorite. The, he's getting the most hype yeah, right now. McCarr, McCarr, well, he's playing fantastic. He's so good. He is very, very so good. So good. I, can't, I, can't bl- I mean, it's but, easier on that team because the whole team is good. Speaking of the Hughes, though, because I think Jack, has been struggling. He got his just got his first goal and had his first point that one time, which I think it was an accident because he just he just happened to touch him. 
Uh, but Quinn is really good. He's like Quinn he, looks like the better Hughes right now. Yeah, yeah. he is. No, he, not not maybe not moving forward. I mean, yeah. every every by all indications, Jack Hughes is is a generational talent. Hey, actually, if you look, I just looked up the advanced stats uh, on Vancouver, and Quinn is actually leading their team in Corsi percentage, and he is a rookie. Did you guys, either of you guys, listen to the most recent Thirty One Thoughts? No, I have podcast. Not, no. There was a, they made a fantastic point that Jack Hughes is the first player in their draft year to come directly out of the development program of the, of the United U.S. States. and go straight into the league. Oh. Where everybody else, if you look at Austin Matthews, they all they went to, to play college. to a CHL, yeah. college, yeah. or uh, like Austin Hughes went and played overseas. Yeah. So everybody went and played somewhere else. Jack Hughes right now is learning how to play without the puck on the stick because in the development program, he was their best player, clearly, yeah. and they dominated everybody. So every time he played a game, yeah. he had the puck on a stick and nobody could take it from him. Especially if you have a line mate like Caulfield. So Correct. that was like... In the league, people can take the puck from you and just mm-hmm. muscle you off. He's an 18-year-old kid. Now, he'll be fantastic. And he's, he's undersized, too. But he should have gone somewhere else this year. Yeah. He should have developed a bit. So, so basically, when he, was, when he was in development, that's basically how Connor McDavid feels about playing in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. He was dominating, yeah. Because I, I watched one of his highlights the other day, too, and he's well, yeah, those still are, insane. Those are, and you can't forget about Victor Olofsson or Golofsson. Golovson. He's um he he all his goals has been in the power play. Now imagine Golovson and Glass on the same power oh, play. Oh man. Or apparently James Neal yeah. right now. Yeah. Um so back to back to Pittsburgh for a second, then we'll move on to some of our look aheads. Um Flower was just like we said, fantastic. But twenty nine saves for number twenty nine saves there for number twenty nine. Yeah. Back well, at home like, for the hundredth Golden Knights win. Yeah, and, and for uh, his uh, he tied fifty eighth shutout. That which would make it even more weird if it was. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was fifty seven or fifty eight based on the article I read. I think it was fifty eight, and then he tied somebody for like seventh all time. Oh, uh, yeah. he has a chance to go into third this year based on how much the Golden Knights will play him and how good the Golden yeah. Knights are supposed and to be. And how good Hendrick Lundqvist. And, and no, Fleur- but Lundqvist is. Lunquist will fall behind because yeah. yeah. eventually, yeah, the Rangers are just not a good team. Yeah, and year. and Fleury's also one of the few teams. Uh, I mean, Fleury has beat every single team uh, on an away game except yeah, for in one. their arena, in, in their, their arena, arena except for one team, which is the Vegas well, Golden yeah, Knights. Yeah, because he hasn't played against them. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully he never does. Um, but yeah, I mean, he posted that shutout. Uh, there was a lot of post hits from both teams la- yeah. last night. Um, I I think Vegas Patrick had like two or three alone. Because I thought Jerry was also really really good. Oh, Jerry or Jerry or however you say his name, yeah. he was fantastic. And it was really there was nothing he could do about that glass pass. Um, it, yeah, the stats. Oh yeah, he couldn't this, get over there. Yeah, there was nothing but, he could do. But uh, Flurry had this year. His lateral. I think I think you can tell that the off season was really important for him. He's coming into this year fully healthy, got a lot of his athleticism back, not broken down at all, and he's just moving laterally, fantastic. Which was making pads. He's making pad saves like they're. I mean, he he is playing in a Vesna level right now. But the problem is he needs rest. Yeah, that's the thing. Give him some rest, and so that's we'll talk about that during the upcoming week. Yep. But yeah, I mean, man, he—you you could tell everybody was happy that he was back there. The crowd was cheering when he was making stops, which is really the goofy. players were except happy. Yeah. except for the time when he lost his helmet. Yeah, they got a little salty about. It was the windy. Fact- <laughs> he, he came out and said that that's the windy tunnel. Yeah, so, I mean, that makes that sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, um, you can't, you can't, you can't do anything about the so, windy tunnel. So a couple, couple fun facts though. Um, apparently, the day before the game, he uh, just showed up at Sidney Crosby's house. 
Oh yeah. Like luckily Crosby was home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying luckily he was home because they just want he wanted to hang out with him, but he didn't want to like you know interrupt him if they were busy. So he just showed up at his house and they hung out. (laughs) He Um, was he made himself available for pregame availability, which he hasn't done since like I think the article said 2013. Yep. So he he was just you could tell it was really good for him. It was coming home for him and. He yeah. had a good game, whereas and, the last time he played there, he had he had a very bad game first year. And as much as people love the Marshy and Flurry bromance, Flurry's best friend is Sidney Crosby. They sat together every day yeah. on every they, trip they ever went yeah. on. They are that um, that's that that they're the they're best friends. Yeah, and I mean yeah. the whole the whole puck pass between him and Chris Letang before. Oh they yeah, got that, was, the that was interesting. Yeah. It was just like you can tell that whole team still has so much respect for. Him. I mean, he was there for what fourteen or fifteen years. Yeah, most of his. He was yeah, with he, them for the three Stanley Cups. He won them. He, he won st- the first he, one. And he the started closed. when he was eighteen. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, first first, first overall, overall pick, pick, and he yep. started right away. Yeah, and I mean he he's he was fantastic for them. I know that. A lot of people say that, you know, he had some years where he choked, which he did. But, yeah, which he did. Which, but yeah, which, but, yeah. I mean, he was the face of that franchise for that many years. I, him and Crosby were that yeah. close. Yep. And, you know, it, he, he even went and pranked the at Wait, Crosby who? Okay. Oh, <laughs> AT&T Sportsnet reporter got pranked by him. So, yeah, so he does all funny. the same things that he does in Vegas. He just did them for years. And then, that's, just, that's just him. And then, yeah, at the post-game show, Malkin kind of like said hi to him. Yeah, he gave yeah him a the hug. article didn't yeah. really make it seem... I mean, if you watch it, Malkin purposely shoulder bumps him yeah. just and then, to walk by yeah, him. And then comes back and hugs him. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's, and he knows he's in front of the camera, so you can see Flurry just kind of giggling like, hey, nice to see you. On a side note that we'll cover a little bit later as well, Crosby is carrying that team. I mean, oh, they're, yeah, they're absolutely. missing Rass. They're missing Malkin. They're missing Bukestad. I mean, they are missing a lot of players, and they're still so in bad. the thick yeah. of things. They're in the top ten in the NHL right now. Yeah, he, let's let's uh let's we'll cover that, that in a second. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so uh, let's just move on to the uh, next week. What's coming up? Yeah. So next one is tomorrow Monday, which is uh, Philly. Philadelphia. Uh, it's a it's a the first game of a back to back. Um, I would be surprised if Flurry doesn't play this game. Philly, so, so here's what I think happens. Philly's obviously two, three, and one, five points, so they're struggling. I think Flurry gets this game, and then they go to Chicago on the back to back. And you, if you paid any attention this uh, today to the AHL game, Chicago is playing Ferguson, so they're yes. resting Sparks. So Sparks doesn't have to travel. They're already in Chicago. He comes up. Dance goes back down. They play him one game, and then hopefully Subban's back by the next time he would have to play. But I think Sparks gets the Chicago game, and uh, Flurry gets the Philly game. Well, and and they, these are two teams that are both struggling right now, so it's a nice time to be able to split. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Phillies. it's still it's still a road uh, road back to back road back to back, and and it, Chicago has it, talent. I yeah, mean, yeah. Chicago still they don't have any defensive talent, but they have plenty. I mean, they still have Canes and Taves. Taves still phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Keith Duncan Keith is still there. He's terrible though. Yeah, but he, he was really really good. So, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting because I think what Vegas is trying to do is split the next two games. Where if hopefully if they you get, get two both points, I I, yeah. I hope so too. But I think what the way that Turk's probably thinking of it is if we can give Flurry some rest and and only drop two points out of this road trip, that is like yeah, that that's, was that's a good really good. Case. That's a very good road trip. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, Philly. Uh, I gotta talk about Carter Hart real quick because Carter had, Hart got blown up. Yeah, he got game. blown up the one game, but the other game he played he was phenomenal. He's still got he's still a really young uh, goalie, and he's gonna be one of the best goalies in the league in the future because you can see it. Yeah, you'll still you he'll have his ups, ups yeah. and downs because he is. Young, this is his yeah. first year 
starting full time. Correct. Yeah, they brought so. him up last year. That was the before. Yeah. When, when they had who was their GM that got fired? When they had to, I don't know. I can't remember. But they, but they went through like eight goalies yeah. until they. They also like, went through like eight GMs, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Arthur Hart's going to be amazing uh, yeah, in the so, future. So I mean, I I my predictions personally are that Philly is probably going to be a win. Um, especially if they play Flurry, Chicago could probably go either way because, like you were saying, if they have offensive upside and we're playing a newer goalie or a goalie that doesn't play that all that often in the NHL, that could be a risk. And if you look in the history of the Golden Knights, second game of back to back, they the defense is the one that lets speaking, the game down. Speaking of history of the Golden Knights, we also have never lost to Chicago. In Chicago? No, 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 ever. We've never lost to Chicago. Have they? But they beat no. us at home, didn't no. they? No, we have. This the only team has never beaten the Golden Knights oh. is the Chicago Blackhawks. All right, so that means they might be trying harder. Yeah. So game after that, back at home this, this coming is, Friday. This this Nevada is Nevada Day game. Yeah, the Nevada Day game, and it's a battleborn game because it is. This gonna is going to be, be an a important. Test. This is going to be an it's interesting game. It's a nice litmus test because I think Colorado is the best team in the West. I, I right agree. Now. I think they could be the best team in the NHL. That too, yeah. But they they are amazing. That that for the 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 McKinnon line is still amazing. They found scoring depth. Their defense is good, and then Grubauer has been. Oh, Grubauer is so yeah. good this now. I think he was just waiting to get out of the the whole farm system of Washington or something because he he was always their backup. Yeah, it was it was just constant backup over there. And now you see Holtby struggling in Washington oh. too. So yeah, but that rookie is pretty good. Samsonov. Colorado is going to be the out of out of all the games that we're going over because it's Colorado and then Anaheim the following Sunday. We'll see Anaheim because actually Anaheim are playing well. Yeah, they're but playing we'll well, the, but Colorado is insane. Yeah, like, and, and it, it marks the return of Pierre Edouard Belmar. Let's not nice. forget that. It'll Let's be nice. So that. everybody who has a 41 jersey should uh, They're probably going to wear it. I yeah. uh, wonder if they're going to have a short video. I think them. they will. I think it'll be yeah. a little bit more. The Neil, the first time Neil came back, they played just a little bit of a video. Yeah, because, they didn't announce anything, though. Yeah, it was just a little video. Yeah, it, it was because... Bellamere was, was like... We didn't have a lot of... the captain. Yeah. If there, yeah. He was one of the, like... He was one of the alts, but, like, man, like, his whole, like, handshake line at the... Or his yeah. whole high-five line at the end of games and stuff. Pre-games. Yeah. Getting and, everybody... Yeah. He, he was just very much a leader, so I, I it'll be nice to see him back. Are either of you guys going to that game? No, I am not. I am not I able am to not. go to that game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so early. It's, it's a three, three o'clock game. game. Yeah. I will be. Uh, but everybody, working. Uh, I will be off that game, but I won't be able to watch the game because I'm just a poor boy in from a poor, poor family. family. From a poor family. Hashtag get Carlo to that game. Nope. Don't. You don't <laughs> have to do that. Stop it. Uh, so then Sunday uh, versus Anaheim. That is that uh, is kids' be, day. Is, They've already is, announced oh, that it's okay. kids' day. So only kids are allowed to go. Who's gonna no Who's gonna be Who's gonna be watching oh, the get, kids? You get trading cards that day. That's right. They're oh, giving you a pack of the trading cards. Pokemon yeah. trading cards. Then I'm pretty sure they're gonna be Golden Knights trading cards, oh, okay. not Pokemon. So, Pokemon. I oh, apologize. Dang it. I would I, I would love to go there. <laughs> then no, I'm just kidding. You, uh, you just want the getters to Anaheim. I mean, in my opinion, best goalie in the league. Yes. Oh, John Gibson. Like, John far. Gibson is. Yeah, we were just talking about this Last with his week. contract. And it's not fair. Eight years. He's he's starting eight year contract this season, and man, it's six point five, and he's the best goalie. Such in the a league. team friendly deal for oh whatever team has that. It's just... like if if like not not a lot of Golden Knights fans probably watch the Anaheim Ducks play, but when you do, you'll see how good John Gibson he's is. He's the only reason they stay in games. That, well, Ryan actually, Murray, they all last better. game. Ryan Murray. They, uh, I think they played either last night or the night before. In Ryan Miller. Miller. Yeah, him. Yeah, too. Miller. My bad. 
Yeah. Uh, he stole them that game. Oh, he yeah. He was really, that's a really good well. tandem. That's a really good tandem. And wasn't he the starting goalie until he got older and then yeah, put and then John they Gibson get a starter? Yeah. But here's the thing about the Ducks, though. You say that only Gibson is, like, keeping them in games. It's actually... They're the Ducks, the Ducks are actually 4. better than... Yeah. 6.4 for eight, eight years. years. That's and he's, stupid. And we were like, oh, it's like... that's is a team in his 30s. He's like, what, 28, 29? He's and we're like, He's 26. Yeah. We we thought he was old. No, no, it's not fucking fair. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he, that, that'll take him to his mid thirties, which is where Flurry is right now. Yeah. So that's so, fantastic. Because I, I was kind of in my in the back of my head, I was like hoping his contract would be up in the next like three or four years, just so maybe there was like a hint of a chance that Vegas could pick him up. It's not. It's and not they're happening. playing all their young guys. They're playing Sam yeah, Steele, Maxime Comtois. I mean, they're playing. Comtois is really good. I saw because uh, well, Anaheim's going to be overall really good yeah. by the time Gibson is thirty. I yeah, bet. like in the cool. next three or yeah, four years. I, if they do the rebuild right now, yeah. they have to stop losing good defenders for nothing, for no reason. You mean like Shea, Shea Theodore? Theodore? Yeah, yeah kind of like <laughs> Shea Theodore. And then they, yeah, it's well, they really didn't have a choice because they had a. It was an it's expansion. Okay. Lose the other they one. had to let, lose the other. You had to, you had to lead someone How? out. So. So you lost Clayton Stoner though. Yeah, that that was a now that, that's the reason for the decline is losing Clayton Stoner. <laughs> to be honest with you. So so Colorado, you think? Do either of you guys want to take a shot at predicting who's gonna? No, who's gonna win it's that gonna one? be a really fun game. So if you if you do have a chance to go to a game, I recommend that game because it's gonna be a big litmus test for the Golden Knights. I'm just curious. Because Vegas will have two days of re- or three days of rest before. Because yep. they'll get back Tuesday. So they'll have Wednesday, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, so yeah. two full days and then play Friday. And it's early Friday, though. Yeah. So I think Colorado, same thing. Colorado will yeah. play on Tuesday. I don't think they play Wednesday or Thursday. I was just checking. They don't. Schmidt could be back by then. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, this they, could be a. Uh, they said that. Western they said, they said one to two weeks. But without knowing, you're going to have to wait until they get back because nobody's going to CNA yeah. right now to see yeah. if anybody's skating. Yeah. you got to see them skate. Once they start skating, then you then can go, okay, possible. maybe. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to see what color jersey they have on and all yeah. that. And if, you, if they get back Tuesday night, so if they have practice on Wednesday, which they probably won't, maybe they'll I mean, have a you skate. Don't, so practice I don't know on if Thursday. Or something. They'll have practice on Thursday. Yeah, I don't probably. know if anybody reported they could be skating right now while they're in the road. If trip. anybody's going there, I don't know that anybody's going and, I mean, watching. I haven't seen them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just stay there all day and hope. Yeah, no. Oh, we just missed him. He was just here like two minutes ago skating and i'm like oh dang okay <laughs> so yeah i i mean i colorado is going to be a real interesting one so is anaheim though i i mean at home i i feel like we do really well against anaheim oh, gibson gibson still gives us trouble yeah I mean, anaheim's playing a more open style yeah. this year though that's they, actually both they've really changed Colorado. because of their um their, their coach new, their new coach yeah dallas dallas Aikens? cody Aikens? Aikens? Oh, dallas, yeah. Cody, yeah, dallas, yeah, cody. dallas dallas Cody Eakin from Dallas. Yeah, really, really confusing for us <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights fans. But so, that that'll be a big game for us. I mean, with the games coming up, yeah, that's we, the only Pacific could, team that we're playing here yeah, this week. And 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 the Ducks are actually ahead of us in the standings right now. Yep. Yep. And now that if, could all change by the time that game plays. But yeah. right now they're playing really well. Yeah. So we'll see. That's going to be a fun game too. And even if they drop the next game because we had a shootout win, um, they'll still technically be ahead of us in the standings if they drop their next one. I, yeah. I already looked at it's, it. It's far Super too early. Yeah. yeah it's to really start early. looking yeah, at yeah, tiebreakers. Tiebreakers tie breakers won't matter. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Come, come come into the although, year. So. Although these days they did start saying that you know every game does matter. Um, well, they, and once you get to the that. end of the season, it kind of does. But yep. 
but yeah, I mean, roster updates. We can we can talk about a couple things that happened this past week. Uh, oh my god! Let's 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 save let's save the biggest one for last. Yes. Um, so so yes. N- Nicholas Waugh back in the NHL roster got as of this called, morning. Got called up today. This morning, yeah. Now there's a little. A lot of people are tweeting that it's that that he makes the roster at 22, and then uh, a couple people said 23. I think it's 23 because no. they haven't put Subban down. Yeah. They haven't put Subban on IR, yeah, so but, they're technically but, carrying well, three goalies. Yeah, the go- the whole goalie thing. It doesn't is not, matter. Doesn't Neither matter. We're gonna play. Yeah, yeah. The whole goalie thing. It's. Uh, I think, I think we're right now. Figured out. We're, we're at twenty two right now, but we, that's where like Tuck's gonna come back, and then Schmidt's gonna come back, and this whole cap thing because I forgot who was. The, I think it was Jesse that's saying that if you if you're at twenty two, you save some cap. You do. Stuff it. You by can the start making the, ca- the, the cap yeah. is calculated daily. Yeah, daily. Yep. So yeah. It, every time, and every day you go, daily. yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, you're accruing. Extra so yeah. So I, right, right now, I think we're at 22. But talk is do on LTIR. Do either of do any of you think Wa or Roy, whichever one, gets it's, into the it's game? Wah. Okay. Do you think Wa gets into a game? I have always two? been big on him. I would love to see. I him would love. Wah. I would love to see him in a certain spot. Fourth line center is the only place I would. Fourth line. Fourth line right wing. Fourth line right Put wing. Where Perry was last game. Fourth line right wing. I guess if you want to talk to no, if you want to convince Nosek that moving up to the third line, like they did late in the Pittsburgh game, yeah. and play that defensive style third line with Glass, Eakin, and Nosek, you have three centers playing that. So maybe they can have some offensive upside, but mainly they're out there to to stop the other. Fourth team. line right wing, and then you put <laughs> Wa as a center with Reeves and Carrier. Carrier. But I understand what you're saying, Carlo. They love that you have to understand something. And the Vegas fans that are against him need to understand that the team loves Ryan. Rose. I don't know about that, but he just got because he got he just got called lazy. So yeah, but, but but he played the very next game. He got called lazy yeah, and put right back out there. But he, was, he didn't get called lazy and taken out. Still wasn't very good, even though he was trying harder. Except for the fight. Except well, for the fight. <laughs> he was fantastic the fight was good. in the fight. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic in the fight. Yeah. yeah, like I said, he's playing Gusev minutes right now. So who, <laughs> who's this Gusev you speak of? Oh, is he the guy that we're going to try to trade for at the deadline? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bet they'll give him give him away for pennies then, though. <laughs> pennies on the dollar. Second, second and a third. They yeah. they better recoup some of his uh, or retain some of his salary. Yeah, re- re- retain all but five hundred grand, and we'll take him back. <laughs> we'll give you your picks back too. Uh, so, um, uh, what was the other one? Bischoff. Bischoff. Oh. We already talked about. He, he obviously looked did great. fantastic. I think that buys him a couple weeks of Sp- being able to speaking play. Speaking of Russians, though, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So back back to Russians. So yes. Valentin Zikov uh, suspended yes. twenty games for performance enhancing drugs. No. So there's so many issues with this. Oh my god. I guess is... if you start at the top, it's the NHL's lack of transparency, right? Yep. Because you can do one of two things. You can believe that Schmidt didn't do anything and it was just trace amounts, one grain of salt in an Olympic-sized pool and whatever you want. I can't believe but you at the end of the that. day, he still got popped for PEDs. Yes. The team yep. supported him, that's fine. Now Zykov, the team come out and just threw him under the bus. Yep. He knowingly took it now, the player in the NHLPA are saying something completely different. But at the end of the day, you have to look at them the same. They're both PED suspensions. Yes. So, That's... I think Zykov is gone. I do, too. Because if... And I was listening to somebody. They were talking about it. If you accept him back, now everything you just did for Schmidt goes for not. Yep. Because now you're essentially saying, we're okay with cheaters. Because you bring Schmidt back, and then you bring Zykov back. So as a team, if you don't want to be branded that way, you have to get Zykov out of here. As Agreed. soon as he comes back, he gets sent down to the AHL. 
healthy scratch probably the entire time, and then he just doesn't get re-signed. They don't offer him a qualifying offer, and he's gone. Yeah, because this, this is his contract year. Yep. And which, this I is would really, just buy him out. Actually, he's only making six seventy five. So I, know, I guess you I, could buy him out and get him out of yeah, here because you're going to pay. It doesn't yeah. matter because yeah. I think it's a one yeah. way. And one then way he'll go to the anyway. KHL because yeah. he, he's not going to get picked up after that. Yeah, which is really unfortunate. Uh, well, though, because uh, somebody will take a chance if since he's waiver exempt. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, he's not waiver exempt. He has no, to go through waivers. Is he not? Yeah, we, we claimed him with waivers. waivers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, but it was really unfortunate because I thought Zikov made huge strides. Now we know why. But <laughs> yeah, everything it, it that does. you read, it just makes you, when you go back and read any articles about him, it makes you cringe. Yeah. He stayed in town all year or all summer. He's working his tail and off. He's in, He looks bigger, faster, stronger. And turns out, I mean, if, once again, if you want to believe the player, yeah. it's an over the counter. Uh, protein shake. Yeah, and or I, he cheated. And yeah. I thought, and I thought, like the like he started to finally because he's he he got he had a really great, great preseason and everybody was super excited of him. There was a lot of memes, whatever. And then at the start of the season, we, well, we and, all and made. Then, I made a, a proclamation that if he, come the All Star break, he has more points than Gusev. We'll all get Zykov jerseys. We yeah. had. Plenty no. of people on board with it. Well, that's gone now. We're moving those to glass. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. But anyways, so um, anyways, and I'm probably gonna owe you a forget, stone jersey, by the way. I forgot. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, no. So the start of the season, he wasn't particularly well good uh, to go uh, to kind of with Peary and Stasny, and then after a while, he's finally started to finally kind of click with. Glass and Eakin. I thought he started. You can start seeing production. I thought you saw glimpses. He glimpses, had he yeah. had very good puck possession abilities. Yes. Yeah. He still has fantastic and, hands. And, and then there, there, like I personally say, like, all right, a few more games. They're started. They're finally gonna start to click, and he's starting gonna like get going, and then pop. Yeah, now he's pun gone. intended. Yeah, yeah, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, he got popped for PEDs. Yeah, it just. You can't have it happen again. No. There, there yeah. is just no ability for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think, once again, you just have to distance yourself from the player. Otherwise, the Schmidt thing looks all for naught. Yep. If you bring him back and accept him back and he plays another game as a Golden Knight, the, the team itself, the franchise itself, looks foolish. Well, they need to figure out the whole tolerance thing and the disclosures in the next CBA, in my opinion. Um, it, it's not fair to the fans to be that hush-hush about it because it doesn't... And also, it also allows press to get out that you suspended somebody for a quote-unquote performance-enhancing drug which could have been in a supplement versus somebody that's blowing lines of coke and not getting as big of a suspension. Yeah, that was, that was a big well, thing. Well, yeah. That, that, that's a whole that, That's different. a complete sidebar. But, we, but we, I think we should move on, though, because I think we covered that enough and we're... Uh, yeah, 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 that's so. fine. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, and we, we talked about injuries already. I, I think that... I think Subban comes back and plays one of the later games. Yeah. Uh, maybe not this week. Uh, maybe I guess Anaheim. Uh, I wouldn't play him against him. It's a Friday afternoon to a Sunday night, so I think Fleury plays both. Uh, maybe because Fleury needs rest. It depends, really. Because Fleury's going to play Church against Colorado. Church just says that, that the practices are harder than the game, so he'll rest yeah. him on the practices. So take yeah, that we'll for see. analytics. Yeah. <laughs> and it, whatever. Um, Schmidt and Tuck. We S- talked about that already. Soon, yeah, but... we talked about that already. Yeah. And then let's talk about the Wolves real quick. So, um, I saw this one is of the, the Carlo corner. Yes, uh, a little bit because uh, Alvanes is still really good. Yeah, uh, uh, he leads points for the AHL yeah, right he, now he, he, he for rookies, AHL rookies, rookies, and he leads the, the Wolves team, for the points. Wolves. The team he, and for AHL. Rookies. I think he has points in all but two goals that the Wolves have scored. 
Yes. Yeah, at one point it was seven of eight. Yeah, at one so point seven. They just, they just, yeah, they yeah, just he scored has three goals, five assists night. right now. Yeah. I, I believe. I yeah, know. it. He he is electric. He is fast, and, and he's nineteen. He's and, developed. Yeah. He, he's 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 developing on North American ice. Yeah. which everybody said that that would yeah. be his issue, it, but he's and and his vision is amazing. It's surprising it never popped in rookie games though. He looked lost in rookie games. And well, rookie development camp. There was and the one rookie he looked games. okay, and he was the only one that did it, that game. Yeah, I can't the, remember which one. The, it, it's funny. Up. It's funny how players adapt. Like when they change, when they finally, it kind of just clicks. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in a rookie camp, he was still adjusting to North American eyes. He's adjusting to his new teammates, and by the time he got to Chicago, maybe it just clicked on him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and he's playing. He's playing with pretty decent AHL players with Quinny. Uh, Quinny and McKenzie, mm-hmm. which 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 are veteran AHL players, and I think uh, that helps a lot. Uh, Nick Sh- uh, Jimmy Schultz, I think he had the game I watched this week. The one game I watched this week, I thought he was a disaster. I I thought he was a disaster whenever I've watched him. In yeah, the he NHL. he has not been as good as advertised. There was there was a point where the Wolves had two straight power plays. One of the power plays, Nick Schul- uh, Jimmy Schultz, uh, turned the puck over in his own of, uh, defensive zone on a power play, uh, twice in the same power play. I'm, I just, yeah. I, I'm at a loss with him because how do you go from the second place for the Hobie Baker Award and the first place being Kale McCarr? How is there that massive level of of, difference? Level of competition. Two? He's, still, I, I still, I mean, it's still early. Schultz is still technically a rookie. And he still has time to adjust and develop, um, because there are some players. For example, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, White Cloud didn't start off hot last year, and as as more as the more he adjusts to AHL, but the top the, games, the problem with yeah. the problem with Schultz is how old he is. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he's he twenty four. If yeah. if if it doesn't click this year for him, and he doesn't get NHL this year. Is he going to be a career AHLer? I well, mean, because Kale McCarr literally walked out of college, well, got Kale, into the playoff lineup for the the Avs, and was amazing. That's that's different though, because Kale McCarr is a different talent. He, he like he's I know, 18, but you're, he's you're 20 years about, old. But you're talking about first and second for the Hobie Baker, right? I, yeah. I think, the, yes, okay, technically for the same award they were first. I know and that's, second. that's yeah. just but why Kale, I was like, Kale McCarr was a top five draft pick. Yeah, yeah. elite talent that went and played college. Uh, Jimmy Schultz was passed over, yeah. never drafted, multiple times and, slipped through drafts, and then now and then played and one, then yeah. developed well. But the thing was, what he was going into this year is what he is. Yeah. So his seat or his floor is the lowest. His ceiling is also the lowest. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So if he, if his floor is not NHL player, his ceiling's not NHL player yeah. either. He's essentially floor and ceiling. Yeah. The same it's, player. it's it's tough to watch him right now, but I I'm still not gonna. I don't want to write him off. No, right I now don't either. Do either of you very... think? Do either of you think he plays a game this year for the Golden Knights? No, no, I don't think so. No, me neither. So I, I think he's yeah. just. I think be, he gets forgotten. I think Coglin passes him. I think White speak, Cloud passes him. Speaking of Hague and, and Coglin, though, is like, Co- speaking of Coglin though, I think I talked about this last week where yeah. he uh, uh, a lot of the dis- defensive responsibility has been put on him in. Uh, Chicago. I'm not saying he's playing bad, but he's not playing as well as he was last year. I think they wanted to see that. I think that's yes. why he was the first uh, guy that was up for the spot yeah. to get released back because they want to see him in that Zach Whitecloud yeah. role. Because see if he can bear the defensive yeah. responsibility. Well, he's not. He's not. He's the. He's playing the Hague role because his partner is Megna who's playing the Whitecloud okay. role. Uh, he's the one. He's the more defensive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, responsible uh, defenseman. Uh, 
But Coglin is, like I said, is not playing bad, but he's had a few iffy turnovers that I like. You can just go, it's like, mm, you know. But like I said, I think he'll adjust. I think Coglin will adjust. He's young enough to do that. And he showed a lot of good promise during camp. And like yeah. I said, he's he not looked, playing I thought he looked the best. Yeah, I, looked I think best, mo- yeah. most people thought he looked the best, and I think a lot of people were still surprised and, when he yeah. was first in. And as we as now, we, I can see why though. Like yeah. once once you've seen a couple of the AHL games and how he's done when he's had more responsibility, it's mm-hmm. really unfortunate that White Cloud got hurt. I yes. think White Cloud changed there. I think White Cloud after now seeing. Haig being first and Bischoff being second. I think White Cloud was the guy. I think White Cloud was first first opportunity. And spe- speaking of Haig, though, uh, as we were talking earlier, it, when Schmidt comes back, he has a chance to go back down to the AHL, and I think that will help the team overall. Agreed. Uh, because that because uh, we have five rookies in the forward lines, and the, they were counting on the defensive end to, to, cut, to, 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 to kind of stabilize that because last year was the opposite. It was We had the rookies on the defense, and the, it was the forward Where, lines. Whereas at the big level, at, yeah. at, the, at the Golden Knights level, you rely on the forwards yeah. to help the defensemen. Yeah, yeah. That's it why, was, as a team, we were in the top five yeah, last year because the exactly. forwards were so good exactly. coming back. Uh, yeah. Lecision, I thought, looks better than he did last year's short stint. Uh, ben Jones is okay. And what's, wrong, what, what's going on with Ron Rumber? He broke his hand. Okay, so, uh, so he, he is injured. Yeah. I saw him he is injured again. But, that, but the thing is, Chicago doesn't really come out and say it. Okay. It's not official. That's just what I heard from Twitter people okay. and, and, and stuff. So he's injured. It's not He's, he's injured, yeah. Poor. He's, okay, he's okay. not playing poorly. But they don't put he out was actually, Yeah, he was actually pretty decent with the two periods he played. Oh, it was yeah. the first game? Yeah, it was. He got, oh, him okay. and Jones was, got, was uh, out for like... Jeez. Got, but Jones is back playing. He he yep. Jones only missed one game, and then Ron Berg is okay. still yeah. So, let's do our our next segment. Um, we'll talk more about the Wolves in our next uh, podcast. But um, pretenders versus contenders. So we started this off last week, and uh, it's basically we just picked like four teams from around the league, and uh, we're just gonna weigh in on what each of us thinks is gonna happen toward the end of the season. If they're really gonna make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs, or if it's gonna be more of a yeah drop off a cliff sort of. Uh, situation so first one i figured this was a good one to start with because uh we just played them pittsburgh what do you guys think pretender or contender this season i think that it'll be very difficult for crosby to hold up what he's currently doing now he's carrying that team right now we yeah. talked about who's out Busta's out Malkin. uh, malkin's out Rass is out i mean they are missing a lot of players and crosby is probably going to be up for the heart because of how well he's playing but he can't continue to do that. No. You're, you're one little injury away from him. Him missing two games, and that season derails for him. So I uh, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs because the Metro's bad, but I don't think they're uh, they're not going to contender to go deep. Yeah, they're I, a first-round out. Well, you gotta, you, you got to consider, though, that Pittsburgh is playing pretty well without Malkin yep. and a lot of so what injured players. When they, come back? You know, when they come back, I think they'll uh, – Find their footing and they're they'll be fine. I think Pittsburgh will be fine. I don't think they're going to be the top team, any like a top team at all. Like you said, uh, they are going to make the playoffs, and I don't think they're going to make a lot of noise. They're leading the Metro right now. Yeah, they are. And if, and if you look, I at, think they're all tied. I think they're tied, but yeah, they, they have, have like, like tiebreaker. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh twelve, Washington twelve, Carolina twelve. But all the Metro nine games. But the Metros yep. is there's not a lot of good teams. In the yeah, no, they're all behind that. Bad. The Islanders have ten. 
and then Columbus, New, New Jersey, Jersey, Philly, Philly and, and the Rangers. I think essentially you just have to be better than the Islanders, and I think they can be better than the Islanders. Yeah, yeah make the Islanders are, have been garbage so far. Um, and, and then Carolina's also in a in the skit. Yeah. And so they're they're struggling on their West Coast road trip. Yeah. Yep. They played and, really well at home and struggling on the West Coast yeah. road trip. Anyways, St. Louis, what do you guys think of St. Louis right now? Uh they haven't been in, they they keep losing in overtime. Is what I think. Yeah, they're getting their points though. I guess. Yeah, I mean they're getting eight point each time. I mean, they are. They're the beneficiary of Dallas being terrible because everybody yeah. thought that Central would get five teams in. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Colorado, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. playoff Guaranteed, team, right? Yeah. Nashville, I think a playoff team. I think they're they're yeah. they're yeah. best or second best now. Obviously, Colorado hot start leads them away. Then you got St. Louis, Winnipeg, Winnipeg without that defense. Oh my god, I mean, they're their defense. they're going to give up so many. They. Currently negative six on they, goal differential. I, I bet the Chicago Wolves defense is better than the Winnipeg defense. <laughs> I don't think that's the Look, case. That, you know what? I'm not gonna put money on it, but <laughs> it really comes down to it, it. Really comes down to Dallas. Is Dallas going to be? Because it's Dallas, Nashville back? for that third spot. Back? Yeah, it's to me in the third third spot in the Central. Good. Dallas is a really bad start. So, oh, so bad. Yeah. And so, how the and how the Pacific has started, I think but, that team could get that that division could get four. Or five but here's the thing about St. Louis though is that they are still the defending super. Oh, uh, Super Bowl. No. Nope. Yeah. Stanley Cup cha- champions. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. Stanley Cup champions, and they did start last year. If you remember last year, they started really terribly. Yeah. But, and and, and these, everybody these, said that they were from last place to winning it. They were yeah. never in last place because of games remaining. Well, how it all worked out. Technically, points wise, yeah, they points were, wise were, but points percentage wise, they points weren't. percentage they never were. Yep. Yeah, but you, you can see either side. But still, they were not a very good. Like they started off really slow. Correct. They fired but, Mike Yo. Yeah, and then they got who's now on Philly staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, I, I personally, I so think they're going to make gonna, it. I'm still not going to count them out. No, I'm, I'm going to make. I think they'll make it there. I just don't think they're going to make it all the way. What about Montreal? They had they've Montreal's had a really right really uh, hot start. How long can their like defense and goaltending keep it up? Well, goaltending I think is second or third I mean, best goalie in the league. I mean, yeah, Carey Price you, is yeah, when he's Carey on, Price. he's probably better than Gibson. Gibson, but doesn't yeah. he have, when he's on, yeah, but doesn't he? Isn't he like the streakiest dude ever? No, no, he's been phenomenal, no, and he he carries that team. Yeah, yeah. They, that's why they the, call him Carey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they are one of the teams similar to Vegas that doesn't try to platoon yeah. anybody. It's Carey Price until he. Absolutely has to take a day off, and then anybody that's available. And they and they call him Price for his contract. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're Pull done with this. Jokes. We're done with that. Yeah, Mo- we're moving on. Colorado. Moving on. All right, so everybody's favorite segment here: uh, the five-minute major news from around the NHL. So uh, let's let's start off with the. Uh, oh, we gotta start off with Carlos Timer. That's, yeah, that's I, his I have it. Thing. I have it. Don't worry about it. All right, I got let, it. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right, five minutes. All right. So the first one is Nico Heischer's contract. Seven years. What was it? Five point something million. No, it was oh, higher than yes. that. No, seven. It was seven. Yeah, seven. Sorry. And it was seven point five. Phenomenal contract for first overall pick. It was yeah, seven point two five. Yeah. Uh, he signs it on the last year of his entry level deal, so there's no worried about going to uh, holding out or anything like that. He's, I think, going to continue to grow. That's a great deal for him. And then obviously. The other top picks in that draft when you start yeah, looking at Nico Heischer needs to sign. Yeah, yep. I, I, still, Dallas. I still think I still think that it is always a risk to signing a kid this young to a seven-year contract because they could turn out to be just like they already hit their top or stuff. He, but you, he, you don't he, know. He's playing. T- I mean, he played. He's for playing two for, years. He's for playing him. first line first yep. line minutes right now. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, you, do you have any any thoughts on that? 
Andrew? Not a ton. Okay. Uh, next is Tavares' uh, injury. He uh, says they're going to be out for at least two weeks with, with a broken finger. And he for, scored a goal with the broken finger. Yeah, he right? scored yeah. in the same game. Yeah, he stayed in the game, and then they pulled him out. At, or now say that he's going to be out at least two weeks. Toronto's a little bit more open with it instead of upper yeah. body injury and week to week. Yeah. They just come out and say, hey, he broke his finger. He's going to be out at least two weeks. Yeah. I wish we could get that here. Obviously, we won't. Yeah. Um, how, do you but, guys, how is it going to affect the Toronto lineup, though? I think they're so strong. Down the middle? Not only just down the middle, in all their forward yeah. groups, yeah. that I don't think it'll hurt them that much. Now, obviously, they lost Kadri, so Kadri could have come up into that spot. Now, he's in uh, Chicago, or not yeah, Chicago, Colorado. Colorado. And uh, they have more, def- they got the defenseman from them, but their defense is terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. They're, yeah, the, the Toronto uh, relies a lot on their forward lines, but. It, it was really easy for them to just move the Matthews line to the first line. What this, you know? but what this could really hurt them is where they're at in Atlanta because Tampa Bay is struggling right now, so they needed to try to distance themselves from that. And Boston's looking phenomenal. So now, all of a sudden, if you fall to that third spot or second spot, you're playing Tampa or Boston first round. Toronto wanted to avoid that this well, year. Well, and they're they're in a lot of trouble too because they won't even have any. They won't have a penny at the trade deadline to. Oh, they can't yeah, do anything. They no, they can't do anything. anything. No. They cannot acquire. I guess you can move his, this, his contract to LTIR as well, but LTIR is like yeah, twenty four days. So yeah, I don't know if they want to. Yeah, not that long. it wouldn't be worth it. And, and on top of that, they're already using all that LTIR space, so I think it might get weird if they try to do yeah. that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to be in trouble next off season, to be honest yep. with you. And they're going to be in trouble just trying to get through the trade deadline and survive into the playoffs. Yeah. Because with that, with that defense, defensive core that they have now, which is very lacking, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, next is we're going to talk about uh, Jason Zucker's like, lo- local boy Jason Zucker's comments on his coach and his team. Yeah. So he, oh, you mean where he completely threw the coach under the bus? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was not very happy with the coach on the Minnesota Wild. Um, and, and you got you got to remember throughout the offseason, Zucker was one of the. Uh, one of the players that was rumored to be on the trading block, too. Not only throughout the offseason, throughout the entire season last year. I mean, yeah. he, he has been talked about being traded for the last year and a half. And it's it's unfortunate. He signed that long-term deal there, so he thought he had some sort of... Yeah. And he's huge in their community yep. up there. Yeah. What, what what do you guys think of trying yeah. to get him, Eakin, for no, Zucker no with package? No shot. It's just not... It doesn't... Doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, he's I a winger, too much, but too, I, I, but too much money, Tyler. Yeah, I think I'd, he's I'd he's on a Corsi. he's in the sixes. They'd right have to now. retain some salary, and I'd have yeah. to see his Corsi in order to be okay with it. I mean, he's still a good player, but anyways, but you yeah. have to do picks, but also to make sense. So, so what picks do you guys think? Uh, the, the the you know, which coach of those, the Wild, the Stars, or the Devils, do you think is going to get fired first? Stars. Ooh. Stars, Devils. Montgomery. I, yeah, Montgomery. I think Montgomery. Too. Devils. He, he he was in he was in hot water last year before the CFO came down and said they're playing like crap. Remember? And, yeah. And he wasn't they, even, he hasn't even been sending them to practices. Like, they, but the crazy part, they were one goal away from the Stanley Cup final. Yep. Yeah. They took St. Louis. Anyways, uh, next one is we're gonna talk about the two third jerseys that was worn this week. Uh, the Edmonton <laughs> blue and orange, the all blue, dark blue. I thought and those orange. were phenomenal. Yeah. I thought I thought, the, cool. I thought those were very clean for a third jersey, and then the mustard yellow Pittsburgh were trash. Yeah. Yep. I, what it, so okay? Last saw in the third jerseys. When do you think the Golden Knights is going to reveal theirs? I would hope either Nevada Day, maybe Halloween. I uh, think it's I. So in February, they're bringing the gold medal winning team from the 1980 U.S. Olympics back. So I think oh. that's so. The, what color is the jersey going to be? 
I, I think gold. I think that's I think that's too late for Bill Foley. I think and, Bill Foley and wants it as soon Tampa as possible. Tampa last year released their third in February as well, so yeah. I think it could tie into. That. Yeah, but I think Bill Foley wants it as soon as possible, so yeah. I think it's going to be a, so- a sooner. All right, that's it. Yeah, uh, we got we hit right at five minutes. Yeah, and, and so we got yeah. five minutes there. We're uh, a little bit over this week, so hope you hung in there and listened for an extra fifteen minutes. But we'll be doing another one in the coming week or so. Um, special thanks to uh, Eric for being on the show today. With us. Thanks um, for having me on, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm Andrew. AKA, At the weekly nightly podcast. Oh yeah, the weekly nightly, not last week tonight. Don't try to look it up on that. You won't be able pretty to find sure it. it's last week tonight with the number two and the night spelled like the biggest golden. I mean, good luck finding it in <laughs> podcasts, but yeah. It, um, so I'm Andrew, aka At Choi underscore AJ on Twitter, and I'm Carlo. I'm a some dude eighty eight. And I'm Eric Simonas at uh, Eric underscore Simonas. And that's Eric with a K, just so that if you're actually looking for it. You hey, it's Carlo with you a K, K, too. Carlo with a K, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Choi, Choi has a C, though. All right. Thanks, everybody. How, do you, how else do you spell Choi?